had described him as quiet, gruff, and handsome in his own way, whatever that meant. Willow had translated it all into two words, a challenge. She'd never met a man who hadn't immediately fell under the spell of her big blue eyes and naughty smile. And if she could satisfy her wanderlust, voracious sexual appetite, and soothe a broken-hearted mountain man at the same time, challenge accepted. Two. Twenty minutes of rough road and hairpin curves later, Willow found the house she was looking for. Not too impressive on her part, considering it was the only house for miles, but still. And house was generous. Car idling at the end of the rutted driveway, Willow stared at the single-wide trailer, sitting sad and forlorn amidst unchecked weeds. It was an old one, really old, with streaks of rust reaching down its sides. One of the windows was cracked, but had been repaired with what looked like duct tape, and the roof of the tiny porch sagged in the middle. A few plastic toys were strewn about the jungle of a lawn, their bright colors faded from the sun. The place looked abandoned. It was enough to tame her enthusiasm by leaps and bounds. Biting her lip, she grabbed the map again, rereading the address she'd copied from Clover's letter. To Blue Creek Road. Two, she said, wondering where one was. With a sigh, she tossed the map and pulled onto the potholed gravel drive. Weeds scratched the undercarriage as she made her way to the trailer. Pulling to a stop beside it, she turned off the car and looked around, trying to decide whether to hightail her ass out of there or not. Up close, the place was even more decrepit. A few pieces of the trailer's underpinning were broken. A long-forgotten clothesline sagged between two leaning posts. A dogless doghouse sat off in the weeds, its rounded doorway dark and empty. She took it all in with her mouth pinched uncertainly. Clover had told her it was run down, but holy hell. As a nanny, Willow expected to do some light house cleaning. But if the outside was any indication, the inside was going to be beyond her limitations. She wasn't a maid or a miracle worker. With a sigh, she pushed her sunglasses atop her head, pulling her wind-tangled black hair out of her face, or crow hair, as Clover liked to call it. She glanced at the trailer again, hoping it would somehow look improved without the filter of her sunglasses. Nope. Still depressing and a little scary. Twisting her hands on the steering wheel until it groaned, she reminded herself she'd come here for an adventure and not a vacation. And adventures weren't always tidy and picturesque. She'd learned that the hard way the time she'd tried running in flip-flops through the sow pen while playing hide-and-seek with her then-lover. That was two years ago. She'd smelled like hog shit for days. Her mother had made her sleep on the porch. 
Willow cringed inwardly at the memory and climbed out of the car, using the heel of her boot to shut the door. Outside, the sound of faint music wafted to her ears, and she paused to listen. As she recognized the muffled song, her lips curved. Pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. How appropriate. If things went as she hoped, she'd do just that to the man of the house. Walking toward the sound, which came from behind the trailer, she laughed a little at the thought of what her barefoot, flower-crown-wearing, bean-sprout-eating mother would think of her wicked thoughts. Susan Spencer was more Simon and Garfunkel than Def Leppard. The woman was all about free love, but she'd choke on her tofu if she knew her daughter intended to take this man down like a cheetah on the African plains. Oh, Willow enjoyed the slow, spiritual, idyllic sex.